be today. So I'm fucking tired. <laughs> My brain doesn't work. You're a little sleep boy. Mm-hmm. Sleepy, sleepy, sleepy. So, tell me about your weekend. Mm, it's real drunk all weekend. Did you guys do anything fun on Saturday? Uh, we went to the bars. Yeah. It's okay. Got really one? drunk. Which ones did you go to? Anyway? Um, first, we went to Cheers while we were waiting for Maverick. It was me, Manuel, Cameron, and Chandler. Uh-huh. We were waiting for Maverick, and then we were sitting at the end of the bar forever, just waiting. The bartenders never came, so like, all right, should we go somewhere else? <laughs> so we went to this other bar, and it was fucking packed. And then I was like, there's no way we're getting a drink here. Either. Let's just go to fucking Murphy's. And Murphy's moved a little bit, but we went there. Bars, there's a little bit more people, because the whole time we were walking, all the bars were packed, so they're like, you would hear people, should we just go to Murphy's? I heard it's a pretty good dive bar. And I was like, fuck, we gotta hurry. All these people that are leaving the packed bars want to go to Murphy's, because no one's ever fucking there. Wait, where did Murphy's move to? Just down the street further. Oh. To a, it's, it used to be Gandolfo's. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And now... That's Murphy's. Better... It's like the exact same. They just it's just a little nicer inside. Right, because Murphy's you had to go downstairs. Uh, yeah, just a little bit out the outside thing. Yeah, yeah. and it, it's basically like a newer version oh, of cool. that's nicer. Hopefully, it was a upgrade for them. Yeah, and yeah, so then we went, sat there for the bar forever, and then where did we go after that? Then I think we went to Johnny's for a little. I don't know which one Johnny's is. I don't uh, that one's on 2nd South by Matt's house. It's right oh. by Bar X and shit. Oh, okay, I gotcha. It's just the smaller one that, you know, if you don't want to go to Bar X. And so that's when I run into everyone at that fucking place. Bar John- X? No, at Johnny's. Oh, Johnny's? Yeah. And uh, we were there, and then there was an old man. He looked like, you know, Cy from Duck Dynasty? <laughs> no. Duh. I should never watch that show. I'll show you. I don't know how so sad. Ain't really about no duck boys. <laughs> he looked just like this guy. I bet he had some fucking stories. Though. I wanted to talk to him have him on the podcast. I don't even know what the fuck this guy was saying to me for a while. I was like, is this the him? He was wearing like an old navy hat, looked just like that. And then there was a homeless man out there with a dog and then he was in there drinking beer so he might have been almost two or just a weird old man <laughs> and the dog was barking and then he just started going ooh, ooh, the old man and we're like what the fuck he's like i thought the person was making the noise but he was mumbling and shit you could barely hear him oh, and then he was ranting about something about how some dude was telling him how his german shepherds were dangerous and then he's like i kicked that fucking dog and then they ran away yiping because i'm the dangerous animal in that neighborhood <laughs> Yeah. And then uh, he's like, I ain't afraid of your fucking dogs. And he's just rambling. And then I don't know what he was saying for a while. And then he was telling us about how his dog gets out and just eats, fucking kills other dogs and cats and animals and stuff. He's like, sometimes he's gone for four days. And he's like, my neighbor was saying he's going to shoot my dog. And I pulled my gun. I was like, I'll shoot you, motherfucker. Oh, I forgot. Damn. See if it, and then hey, he was, good night, big papa. Good night, big papa. I was like, shit, got to make sure. He was ranting about all sorts of stuff, and then he would laugh really hard after he would say something, and it was fucking wild. Me and Cameron were like, what the fuck? Just laughing. Well, you know, sometimes you just gotta laugh so they don't murder you. Yeah, I was like, what the fuck is happening? And then we ate some street tacos. What's your go-to drink at a bar? I don't know, beer. Actually, (laughs) lately it's just been fucking Blue Moon, because that's what Chandler and 
Cameron always get it's just a blue moon so like and I'm always just like hey if you get this one I'll get next round and then we just kind of switch off I can't see if I just trying to click the chat not the what the shit is happening I just want chat oh it will it's gone <laughs> whatever <laughs> all I do is click on it did you click on the little eyeball by chance I can't see that far no eyeball turns it off. Yeah, that's, I don't know what the fuck it... Where it went. Whatever. Do you ever get bar food? Oh. Um, no, I wanted to at Murphy's because I heard their food's actually really good. It's yeah. like 12 bucks for a sandwich though and I wasn't finna spend 12 bucks. We got street tacos though. They're like 3 for $5. Street tacos <laughs> are the shit. Mm-hmm. And Manuel can do all the talking to him so we get good stuff. <laughs> Did he sneakily give you cow tongue? No. it's real good. I think he's got beef boys. Or steak tacos. Yeah. And, yeah, and then what else we do? Fuck. Uh, and then we went to Bourbon House, which is the one that's kind of like a... It's always fucking packed. Yeah. yeah. But if I don't get beer, I don't know. I, I like Jameson Ginger Ale's fucking... You that AMF kick like everyone else? I just get one. If, if I'm at Cheers, I'll get one. Just because then I chug that. Or Maverick likes to get the... They're called Tiger's Blood uh, fucking Mind Racers. And they're mm-hmm. super good. But yeah, so usually... If, so I, pretty much it's like, if someone else is getting a drink, I'll get that. I'll get a Roman Coke. Just kind of go with the flow. Yeah, whatever I'm in the mood for. Usually it's just, hey, get me two of those, or get two of those. <laughs> so then I'll be like, hey, I'll buy if you fucking go get the drinks. Just so I don't have to go. Bourbon house always packed. Right. A lot of chicks there. It's always good. <laughs> just gotta get chunk enough to make my moves. Except for, they put onions on the, or they got onions on there. I was like, I must fucking be like a little Shrek onion breath around here. I can't go hitting on chicks. Because <laughs> I could just taste onions like the rest of the night. I was like, ugh. I'm not going to be like, hey, hey, baby. Just I like my voice. You in fucking chewing on onion, you piece of shit? They hit you with the, you caught the ugly. <laughs> oh, I'm ugly. Yeah, and I'm proud. I don't think we did. I think that's about it. I'll be completely honest with you, I don't remember anything at all that I did Saturday. (laughs) I don't remember Saturday at all. I don't don't remember what I did. Oh, yeah, and then we just went to challenge after and slept, but... Yeah. Yeah. I was... Like, we woke up at 6, or I did, he was a little awake too, and when you texted... And I was just sitting there, and then I was like, I, I was thinking about going home. I was like, I don't feel like driving. I'm just going to fucking sleep here until Chandler has to go to work. <laughs> <laughs> so I just slept on that little tiny part of the couch, the one that, like, where you can sit, you know, and has the little ottoman leg thing out. Right. And I was just fucking sleeping in those tiny. Yeah, there was a house that caught on fire in his neighborhood. Oh, really? Yeah, I guess their people's deck completely burnt down. That sucks. Yeah. I don't know, or garage or something like that. Damn. They don't know what the cause was. But there was another one in North Salt Lake. And this is what I don't understand is it was... So, yeah, the North Salt Lake one was a garage. Or, no, the North Salt Lake one was a deck. The one by Chandler's was a garage. But the deck the deck one said that it was uh, cigarettes that caught that caused the fire. That's weird. Look, the kind of fucking idiot causes a fire with a cigarette butt. I don't know. I'm going to flick my cigarette butt into this fucking gasoline that I keep next to my 
Like, isn't it like a myth busted thing where like cigarettes don't? Yeah, I think so. So I don't know how you cause it unless he threw in some dried gra- grass, yeah, or he st- just lied and then they said that. Even still, if it was dried grass, it would have to be like real dry, like my elbow skin dry, mm-hmm. like some ashy ash. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Or they just fucking said that, so they didn't. Cigarette. True. True. Yeah. I don't know, it's weird. Hey, are you excited, though, for higher beer percentages? Yeah, it'd be nice. What is it, what's it going up to, do you know? Is oh, it just the sure. normal? Like I think it's just the normal. 4.2 or something, 5, I don't know what the fuck it's going to look like. I'm just really curious <laughs> if we're going to get a new variety of stuff, or if we're going to just have the same shit. Let's see here. Wins initial Senate. So initial, does it have to go through more things then? I'm sure. I don't think it's oh, quite. Oh, 4.8. Yeah, it's not quite done yet. Second, let's see. After third reading Senate, possibly Tuesday will go to House for consideration. If the bill is approved and signed into law, Utah's alcohol limit for grocery store beer will rank among the nation's strictest. Wait, it's more strict if it goes in effect? It would have tremendous effect on, let's see. The fuck does that mean? Are they just going to try and tax it? Would increase 3.2 to 4.8 or 4% by volume. Yes, I knew it was different, volume and weight. Um, to 6%. Oh, shit, okay. Um, About half the beer that is now sold in liquor stores would move to grocery stores. Oh, nice. Let's make a lot of companies money. Then you just get normal fucking beer. <laughs> That'd be nice. I do find it interesting that, like, you went to and all the other local brewers are so against it. Yeah, it's weird. I mean, I... Because it hurts them, I guess? I don't know. I don't think it would hurt them. You wouldn't think it would hurt them? I mean, unless they think they just... Since they do have the monopoly on grocery store higher percentage... They just think they can't compete? I mean, do better. Yeah. I mean, if you're... You went to has got some decent beer, so I don't know why they're worried about it. I have no idea. People who like and drink Uinta are just going to continue drinking and liking Uinta. Yeah. It's not like they're going to change I get it every once in a while. I get that fucking... That, I don't even remember what it's called. You know, the white box I used yeah. to get. With the up, sheets Goggles? on it? Yeah. So. What up, Google? Lately, I just get fucking paps because it's cheap. Yeah. <laughs> it's, not, it's fucking, what, eight bucks for this 12-pack? So. Hey, it's that and hams. Yep, hams, but I have to go to the grocery store for that, so... Alright, they don't have hams that... So I just stop. Fucking gas station, 12-pack of paps, golden. Lashed you through the night. You puked at work, go Eagles. Good thing no one saw. Why'd you puke at work? Are you a little sick boy? Are you a little bit of that? <laughs> you got some of that. You're a little bit country? A little bit rock and roll? <laughs> <laughs> About to brawl, dude. Did you see Obama wearing this cowboy hat? No. <laughs> it's so funny, all the stuff they were saying on Twitter. Obama can wear whatever. Did you see his sweet jacket, his bomber? This custom 44, at number 44, because he was President 44, bomber. I didn't see that. It was fly as a motherfucker. <laughs> I want to see him go to, like, uh, some important thing in some fucking Gucci. Right? Let's see. 
There it is. I saw it. Let's see if I can just click on images and it'll show up. Yes. That jacket, C44. Oh, that's fly as fuck. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> when you sneakily got a flex on everyone at the right? party. Even my dad said he wanted it. <laughs> Where's it? Oh, yeah, here he is. How to partner. Damn, what in tarnation? <laughs> yeah, he's just fucking... He looks fine as fuck there, too. Someone was like, when Michelle wants to close the door and turn the lights down low. Yeah, that's... <laughs> <laughs> Go Eagle says, boss had me clean a green-ass water toilet. It was gross. Oh, that's fucking nasty, man. That's, yeah, that's what it goes, man. <sighs> it happens, though. Sick. Fucking sick. Force and I both cleaned a... A poopy bathroom at least once. Seen some bad stuff in my day. In my day. It's because people are just filthy. Mm-hmm. People are the worst. Bunch of sickos. And that's a perfect segue into my Taco Bell incident. Mm-hmm. Okay. Now, I don't think everyone who goes to Taco Bell is clinically insane, <laughs> but I think a large majority are. <laughs> now, I'll explain to you how... I just about put some 50-year-old man in the fucking dirt. <laughs> so I went, me and my dad and I, you know, every other Sunday or something like that, I'll go get Taco Bell for us. And it's just kind of like, whatever. Like, he really likes it, and I've come to terms with it. <laughs> I, I'm not really a big Taco Bell fan, but I like Baja Blast. And yeah. So I go up and I order the food. And they're pretty busy, and there's like five or six cars behind me. And I get up to the window, and dude's like, hey, can you pull around the building a little bit to the front, and we'll run it out once it's all done. I'm like, sure. So I pull to the front, and this minivan with this lady. Now, I'm not going to explain to you how exactly she looks, but she's that mid-aged fatness where she just looks miserable. (laughs) You know the exact look. Yeah, yeah. Multiple chins, just fucking. Like, like have you seen that meme they're making? I don't know if you've seen it. And it's the big fat lady at the pool walking yeah. by, and then they've made a green screen. Have you seen? Yeah, that? it's hilarious. <laughs> so picture that woman, or like uh, Honey Boo Boo's mom pre weight mm, gotcha. loss. All right, so I see her pulled to the like. Like, come to the side of me like she's going through the drive-thru. Mm-hmm. And she's, like, two inches from my car. And she just looks at me and she's like, you're a fucking idiot. <laughs> and I was like, nah, not today. Yeah. So I roll down my window and I just start yelling at her. Yeah. Because I'm like, there, there's a problem with people who have these, like, they can't stand minor inconveniences. Mm-hmm. So she had to pull, she had to turn right, like, an extra foot than she was probably anticipating because I was parked there. Oh, God. And she just starts fucking saying all this fucked up shit, like... Call me a moron, a fucking prick, a stupid idiot, like all this type of shit. So I get out of my car and she stops the car and she has her husband in the side. He's mm-hmm. not really saying anything. So I called her a dumb cunt because, you know what, sometimes mm-hmm. people need to get called dumb cunt. And then she kept yelling at me. I'm like, why, don't you, why doesn't your husband step out? <laughs> Tell your husband to get out of the car. <laughs> and he looks over at me and I'm like, hey, get out of the car. And he wasn't about to. <laughs> and I, oh, I was so fucking livid. And a little Taco Bell kid comes out. He's like, here's your food. What's going on? And I'm like, oh, this dumb cunt over here is just running her mouth. And he's like, okay. <laughs> and hands me my food and walks back in. And then I got in my car and she drove away. Um, I just, I don't get it. Like, do people's lives suck that bad that they have to get <laughs> upset 
over that minor of an inconvenience. I wasn't in the way. Yeah. I wasn't part. So our, how the Taco Bell is like, there's three, like there's like four entrances, entrances into this Taco Bell. Yeah. And she pulled in the one that was closest to me where I was told to park and then just lost her mind that I happened to be parked there. <laughs> what it, a dummy. It was insane. Now, that isn't the first time that I've almost fought someone at Taco Bell. <laughs> <laughs> that is the second time. The first time was really just, I think it was some punk kids off on a Sunday. Yeah. Like, I don't know what their deal was. But I was in line, and they came out of Taco Bell, and the car I drive, it's a Mazda 6, and it has a fin on the back, like just a small one or whatever, and this like these kids walk past, and I just hear this kid like smack the fin, mm-hmm. like pretty hard, mm-hmm. and like I didn't know what it was, and I like look out like the side mirror, and I see them like laughing, so I just like, what the fuck, like really loud. Yeah. And the kid's like, what the fuck are you going to do? I'm like, <laughs> but they were young. They, uh, they had to have been like 16 or 17. Did they not do Did you get out? And they, yeah, I got out and they were like, oh, whatever. Really? They were just talking shit all the way to their car. Oh, God. It was like, and it was such a weird pairing because the kid who smacked the car looked like he's on track to be a meth head. Yeah. Like, just kind of that look. Yeah. And then it was some gross looking girl. And then the dude they were with was like this ginormous bearded truck driver really? and i was like that is a weird combo of people right now that's real weird and i'm really i don't really want to fight people but i also really really have a distaste for disrespecting people yeah for um, no reason if i was doing something bad sure yeah i wasn't gonna talk about it too much but yeah you know, i'll tell you a little bit because i told Chandler and stuff and i didn't tell you too much but yeah i was because i went to the church like that that's what I was doing, you know? It was like yeah. 9 a.m. And it was me and Salty were playing games all fucking night, and it was fucking light all of a sudden. <laughs> <laughs> Happens. And I was like, shit, I, I know it's fucking 9 a.m. I'm going to sleep all day, and, and then someone's going to want to do something. So I just went and did it. And, uh, yeah, I was just driving home. I was listening to fucking, <laughs> the funniest is like 90s, like, um, what's that song? I get knocked down. Oh, I was, yeah. I was on that station, so I was just... Chumbawamba? Yeah, I was just having a good old time driving, you know, singing. And then some dude in a fucking gray charger. I don't know if he will probably the gym, but yeah, he's leaving that parking lot, you know? And so I was coming down 1500, like, because I went through the roundabout, you know? Yeah. I was coming down. And then, like, like didn't even look leaving the parking lot, and then just almost fucking hit me. So I was like, what the fuck are you doing? You know, I was yelling. And then we got to that, the the light was red, you know, so he was, like, hanging out of the car and saying things, maggot, and, you know, I can't say it on there. He's like, get up, pull over. And then I was, like, just laughing. I was like, what a douche. And uh, I wasn't going to, but I did. And then so, like, he stopped, uh, like, dealing with houses so you go through the light. And then there's that big field where they park the little trailers and yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was just past that in front of some of those houses right there. He stops. I was like, mm. And I was going to just keep going. I was like, nah, nah. Got to. So I just pulled in front of his car. And then he's just yelling stuff at me the whole way up. And then, like, so right when he gets to my car, I just step out. And he's just fucking going, yelling shit. And I just give him a little pink right in his little nose. And then he's just fucking, like... I just got beaked in the nose. So right. His eyes are watering up. He's holding his nose, and then he's like looking at me. And he's like, oh, "Sorry, Forrest. I didn't realize." He, or yeah, like, yeah. He, knew, he said my name, apologized to me, and then went and sat back in his car. And I was like, "I didn't. I don't even think I said a fucking word." Like I was just like, "Okay, what?" 
Chandler was saying it would be so funny if this kid was just like, like trying to like he knew it was me. He's like, what if that kid just knew it was you? I have no idea who it was. Short, short kid, like, like five six and black hair, short black hair. He was driving a charger. Gray charger, yeah, not a nice one, like an older. Still, yeah. Like the newer models, older, but yeah, and then uh, he apologized to me. I was like. Alrighty, got back in my car and continued on my day. <laughs> this is a weird fucking thing, but yeah, I was just like, but Chandler's like, yeah, what if he was just a kid that knew it was you and he was just fucking with you and then you just beaked him? <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, I didn't hit him very hard, like. No, because a good beaking really like puts things into perspective. Yeah. Because well, you're like, oh. I just gave him a little boop on the nose and. Yeah, a little snoot boop. Yeah. <laughs> Carry my fucking way. God, I want to know who it is. I have no idea. I've never seen the kid in my life. When I have him on. <laughs> <laughs> Just get a little booped. What are you thinking? Did you say he was saying some racist shit? Well, he, he was a white kid that says the N-word. Oh. What are you going to do? And, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and I showed him what I was going to do. Give him a little boop. Right? Yeah. And DJ gets it. Some, <laughs> sometimes people just need a good beaking. <laughs> it's I, true. It really shows them, like, oh, maybe I shouldn't talk like that to strangers. And then I went home and got really drunk. Yeah, <laughs> as <laughs> and you And then do. posted on Twitter. Then I was like, I probably shouldn't have posted that on Twitter. No way, dude. That got so many likes. <laughs> yeah. I was like, why is me fucking being a, uh No, okay. I don't think you understand. You are not in the wrong <laughs> of this at all. Yeah, but I... In normal circumstances, I wouldn't have just punched a poor kid in the face. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> but if he calls you, yeah. you know, a couple slurs, you know, sometimes... Yeah. I mean, you didn't beat the fuck out of him. Yeah, just, you pro- I mean, you may have... If he broke his nose... No, like, I'm definitely not that hard. You know? He just got hard enough, you know, when you get hit in the nose and it's Yeah, just, it makes your eyes water. Yeah. Kind of like, what the fuck just happened? And then, yeah. <laughs> I just, hopefully it will come, like, hopefully the story will circle around, and, like, whoever he is knows people that we know, yeah. and then it'll just, like, circle around, like, oh, did you hear that so-and-so, or Forrest punched so-and-so? He did, for sure, call me that, go Eagles. Call you fruity. <laughs> kind of, basically. And, yeah, I wasn't gonna stop, because I thought it was hilarious. I was, like, laughing, because, you know, he was exactly, like... What that you, type of person. Yeah, and yeah. I thought it was so funny, and that was because. Was he listening to G Easy? Probably. Because I bet he was listening. To <laughs> I mean it. <laughs> <laughs> I hope someone was with him. I didn't even look in the car. I just literally I was probably out of the car for four seconds. I just he started walking. He was walking up, and I was like, "Sorry, guys." And I was like, "All right, step out." And not stumbled, but it's probably like, and then I just boom, hit him in the nose, and he went, oh, shit, I don't think he's ready to get in the nose, he's probably just planning on coming and yelling at me in my car, gets hit in the nose, and then, like, was, like, looking at me, and then apologized to me, <laughs> <laughs> All right. and then carried on, <coughs> yeah, and then, well, because, I mean, that is, the U- that was the Utah mentality for a lot of time, is, you know, people will just talk a lot, there was never really any action involved but nowadays it's a little different yeah yeah i'm not <laughs> i don't you know i don't just fight i shouldn't have pulled over but i got a little poop <laughs> well, dj says he was a time charter maybe he is for his son from the future <laughs> he did that to save you from a life-changing experience <laughs> yeah that like two three minute pause saved you from a catastrophic car crash at that 
at that next intersection. Like right. a semi comes up and just plows you. <laughs> Some Final Destination shit. God damn it. Hey, Thomas. Hey, China Walk. Boy, how are you, my friendo? You ready for this anime podcast, my guy? When are you guys going to do it? I just need to hear back from uh, Mr. Mowell. And then I just said like a Saturday or Sunday coming up soon. And, you know, if we can all get a time that works, we'll definitely yeah. set it up. I'm excited. I mean, might be a little bit different, get some different viewership yeah, in. Yeah, for sure. Maybe do a regular little thing. Kai's been watching anime. All I hear in the fucking other room is, Oh, you got to like, Subs, not dubs, I guess. He knows. He knows. <laughs> I was like, what the fuck are you watching? Taco Titan? And then I made some jokes to him and I carried on my day. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta drop a few jokes and then go about it. Yeah. <laughs> and then I can't judge you, obviously. I was telling you, I was fucking smoked, like, just so drunk just watching the OC. <laughs> <laughs> I'd, I'd watched it a little bit when it first came out, but Chandler put it on. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, Chandler put an episode on, and then I was intrigued from there. It, OC was good, man. Yeah. Because it's, it, it's the drama that you love watching but despise being in. Mm-hmm. Makes yeah, me D- wish I was a rich kid. Right. DJ, do you want to be an alter, al- alternate? Is that the word I'm looking for? Just in case if one of the few people who we messaged, I got a hold of first, can't come? Because I know that you're on the anime, the anime train as well. Mm-hmm. And definitely do, China White Boy. Let that... Uh, Otaku shine. <laughs> if you want to dress up, that's even better. I mean, I don't know what you got. <laughs> I might try and find my anti-leaf headband and show up while now. Right. We'll see. Yeah, Thomas uh, Manuel got a one-piece tattoo. The little, was it, pirate thing? Yeah. Yeah. He got that. It's pretty cool. And I know you like One Piece. Yeah. I'm very curious to hear if any of us will have the same favorites or not. I'm just going to wear curl pants. <laughs> <laughs> yes! Do it. Yeah, still get it. It's just black and white one, but yeah. Um, I know the other Thomas, um, Thomas M, has the the alchemy symbol on his I can't remember. I think it was on his chest. I always thought that was dope. Yeah, I'm excited. I mean, I, I'm not. Well, dirty pants. <laughs> Dressed like a true waifu. Um, I'm not like by any means, you know, ginormous into anime, and I've probably haven't seen a quarter of what everyone else has who will come. But you know, I, I've seen some, and I definitely enjoy it and hold high praise but yeah yeah we'll get on some other topics we'll save that stuff for the actual anime podcast thomas uh, we were talking about going to window or something because our birthdays are next month but he said we should go to area 51 uh, that'd be dope oh i'm way down for that or anywhere we could go anywhere just somewhere do some cool shit don't sweat it catch them quick yeah no definitely definitely well, while you're looking up your other topics, I'm gonna fucking pee. Gotta go to the restaurant. I didn't eat very much today. I've been tired and haven't eaten, so.
Yeah. That happens. Yeah, I've probably... I don't know. I'm excited for um, One Punch Man Season 2. That's what I've been really waiting for. And I need to get on My Hero Academia because everyone's watching it and I just feel left out. Uh, DJ says there's a lot of anime I haven't seen, but I grew up on the classics on Toonami. Yeah. Toonami was big, man. I think Toonami started a lot of people's um, anime craze. What actually got me into anime was my dad, weird enough. Um, It was... The first one I think I ever... Like, true anime I ever watched was Cowboy Bebop with him. And then Dragon Ball Z. And then after that, he doesn't really watch anything else. And then I caught on a bunch of other shit. So, the two main ones that I have... like I'd like to talk about... Like, Apex Legends a little bit tonight. But, uh... I have ten just weird theories that if they are cool i want to research more or i can i've i researched the history of uh vampires what would you like to uh i don't know whichever one you hear about <laughs> whichever one you think would be okay good i'll do the 10 theories and maybe they'll okay. branch off to some uh interesting stuff word so the first one here is titled White Holes and the Theory of Eternal Black Holes. White Holes? I've never heard of white holes. Yeah. I do like them, but... <laughs> Me too, dude. A little bleached. I'm going to get some uh, on my t-shirt. You know what I mean? Actually, I think I do have some bleach stains. Maybe not. I thought I, I had some... bleach stains all over. Oh, there's a little bit. Look. It's the only anime I watch. Fucking Ninja Turtles, dude. <laughs> I lose coolness. Oh, damn. That's a good <laughs> shirt. <laughs> That's a dope ass shit. It just reminds me of a um, Teague's. What did it say? Pizza, not drugs, or something. Yeah, I can't remember. Pizza, not drugs. It was something like that. Yeah. So yeah, white holes and the theory of eternal black holes. Not only does God throw. So this is a quote from Stephen Hawking. Not only does God throw dice, but he sometimes throws them where they cannot be seen. Interesting one. It says black holes are the most powerful things in the universe. They're massive. Besides me. Yeah, besides Forrest at 2% power. Their mass is so dense, like me, that gravity becomes almost infinitely powerful. Not even light can escape black holes. White holes are the deeply theoretical, God, hidden mirror twins of black holes. Stranger than black holes, white holes are literally the opposite of a black hole. Their mass is constantly being ejected. Light can only escape white hole. Check those cuz. An eternal black hole is the simplest black hole possible, according to the mathematics of Carl Schwarzschild. He, mm-hmm. <laughs> that's definitely what it was, Schwarzschild. He came up with what is known as the Schwarzschild metric, which, is, which describes a black hole without spin, charge, or change, and which doesn't grow or shrink but has always existed. Which, if you sit down and think about something that has always existed, is kind of a weird thought. Like, yeah. no matter what, it's always just been there. That is fucking weird. Basically, the eternal black hole's singularity exists both in the in- infinite, infinite future and in the infinite past. And here's the fascinating rub. <laughs> it's a weird way to put that, my guy. <laughs> Every rub's a fascinating <laughs> yeah. rub. The, the eternal singularity of the most of the past matches the mathematical description of a white hole. It obeys the law of general relativity and the mathematics of relativity is time 
reversal symmetric. So a white hole could be a Big Bang. The Big Bang could very well be a white hole. <laughs> Sometimes it is. Right? <laughs> Sometimes the Big Bang is the white hole. It is, exactly. Um, the Big Bang could very well be a white <laughs> hole, which was the result of a supermassive black hole in mm. another space-time that reached an infinite singularity, took a dip in eutropy, and then erupted into our space-time as a white hole Big Bang. Wrap your frontal lobe around that. That was a whole lot of, I don't fucking understand. Yeah, that's a whole lot of uh, science. science, bitch. <laughs> like, I ain't following it. But you know what I did follow? What? Rub and white holes. Yeah, and that Mew song you talked about. Yeah. Supermassive black hole. Yeah, exactly. TJ <laughs> <laughs> says I gave a white hole a big bang last night. That's what I'm saying, man. You're like about to create the universe, bitch. <laughs> 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 So the second one on this list is Fermat's Last Theorem, which I'm not familiar with who Fermat is. So this is a quote, problems worthy of attack prove their worth by fighting back. That's by Piet Hen. Uh, it says Fermat's Last Theorem was the most notorious problem in the history of mathematics. Pierre de Fermat was one of the all-time great mathematical geniuses post the... Wow, that's a hard word. Uh, mathematicians discovered many of his proofs in the margins of books. Books. Over time, all but one of them was solved. Fermat's last theorem, it was almost universally considered inaccessible to proof by contemporary math mathematicians, seen as virtually imp impossible to prove using current knowledge. For three centuries, mathematicians had been trying to find a proof for Fermat's last theorem. Its fame became world-renowned, but where other mathematicians failed, Andrew Wiles succeeded. Wiles' proof is a whopping 129 pages long and contains the usage of many techniques from modern algebraic geometry, number theory, ayahuasca theory, right, <laughs> and the Taniyam Shimura conjecture all of which were largely unavailable in Fermat's time. Published in 1995, it is widely regarded as the proof of the century. Here's an article, blah, 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 blah. It has taken years to be fully embraced, but since then, Andrew Wiles earned a knighthood and the 2016 Abel Prize for his efforts. Fucking Hey, poop shoot punisher. Damn, that is a fucking We were just talking day. about big bangs and white holes. So. Yeah, you missed out by like two minutes, poop shoot. <laughs> what a fucking name, poop shoot okay. punisher. That's 10 out of fucking 10. So yeah, I guess there is some mathematical equation that this Fermat gentleman um, came about and, you know, who knows, it doesn't give me a year when he tried to come up with the theorem, but then it took hundreds of years just to prove it, which is kind of crazy. Yeah, that's weird. So uh, the next one here is the mini worlds theory. <laughs> Multiverse? Mini worlds? Yeah. Like little fucking marbles? Fucking like... Like in... Uh, Men in Black? Men in Black? Yeah, dude. So it says... Apply, this is another quote. Applying the uncertainty principle to the universe naturally leads to a multiverse. And that's uh, Michio Kaku? Kaku? Kaku. <laughs> so it starts off by saying... Kick. Hugh Everett came up with the idea in the 1950s to allow... 
cosmology to treat a wave function for the universe. The many worlds interpretation resolves the mystery of the conscious observer by the sensible seeming ploy of including consciousness as part of the physical universe described by quantum mechanics. There's a lot of words there that didn't register in my my brain, but... <laughs> what were you going to say before that? <laughs> I don't know. I think you were going to say a G word. My Gregory. Gregory. <laughs> my uh, brain. My grain. Governing the... <clears throat> Jesus. <laughs> Poop Shoot Punisher says, Who's the plastic surgery disaster in the background? That's Donald Glover, baby. <laughs> He's a... Uh, if you watch the show Atlanta, Teddy, I haven't seen this episode yet, but it's Teddy Perkins, my guy. Teddy Perkins. So it says governing the perspe- perspectives of the mini world interpretation, it stands to reason that each and every electron, <coughs> photon, and proton are in an infinite superposition across the multiverse of reality. The wave function of each infinite element collapses only when something in quotes, a conscious observer, for example, attempts to measure it. In fact, if you want to take the interpretation literally, the photon itself is not even a photon until it is observed. Yeah, this is fucking wild. I've heard about this. Yeah. Before observation, the photon is merely an infinite smeared out wave function entangled with everything else. And then when you observe it, it changes. So you're not even seeing what the fuck you observe. Right. What's up, Tarzan? What up, Tarzan? The mini world's interpretation is sometimes claimed to beat all others by Akmar's razor on the grounds that it requires no physical assumptions. Accepting it requires only the courage necessary to accept that the <coughs> same rules that apply to small isolated, isolated systems like bunches of atoms also apply to larger isolated systems without limit therefore including the largest possible one, our universe taken as a whole. It's very interesting. Poop shoot Punisher. (laughs) Might be able to say your name without giggling. Uh, What about rogue planets? Like, is that kind of like what the people were flying through space? Yeah, I've heard. That's what they thought that, remember, the planet was going to end because that fucking random planet was supposed to run into Earth. Yeah. Rogue planets, so I haven't done much research about other rogue planets. I haven't either. Is there a lot? Because usually you know they're stuck in a gravitational pull of a sun or star, but like, man, that's a good one. I'll have to research some rogue planets. Yeah, I'd definitely like to hear, or I'll definitely research some too for a future episode, because what do you think? <laughs> Could you imagine, like, if there's life on a rogue planet, like, where the fuck we're going? <laughs> right? no, they'd be all cold, though, and dead without fucking Maybe they've heat. adapted? Yeah. Or maybe they're just little microorganisms. I want, like, intelligent life form. They're just like, oh, fuck. We're on this ride, boys. We don't know where we're going, so. Maybe they, maybe if the planet's big enough, they wouldn't even notice that they're traveling crazy speeds, like how we don't notice that we're spinning at crazy speeds. Yeah, but they still have scientists. and like, dude, we're just fucking flying through space. They're, it's always nighttime there. Right. Unless they got giant lamps. <laughs> oh, super black holes are what we were just talking about. That was yeah. number one on this list. So you missed it by um, maybe two minutes. Um, so the fourth one on this list is Dunning-Kruger effect. It says the Dunning-Kruger effect is a type of illusory 
superiority that arises when our unconscious <coughs> insecurities develop delusions Man. of grandeur to overcompensate and alleviate the conflicting feeling of discomfort going on inside us. Seems like you're explaining my life. Right? <laughs> Put simply, stupid people are less likely to know how stupid they really are and more likely to think they are smarter than they really are. So, yeah. Likely to just, no, I'm kidding. Damn, the roast. Damn. You played yourself. <laughs> the opposite of this is the imposter syndrome, where smart people tend to underestimate their abilities compared to others, like myself. So let's get this straight. If you're dumb, you think you're smart, and if you're smart, you think you're dumb. And that's an actual theory. Yeah. What was your other account, Poop Shoot? Well, that sucks, Poop Shoot. Uh, when it comes down to it, most of us are either confident idiots or incompetent smarty pants. It's just the same... It's just that some of us are better at recognizing it than others. Uh, the interesting thing is this. You are more likely to be right by admitting that you are more likely wrong than by declaring that you are more likely right. True. As the bard himself surmised, the fool Tao think he is wise, but the wise man knows himself to be a fool. Yeah, pretty much. Quote. I'm a fool! So, I'm not going to be able to pronounce these words, so I'll spell it out for you guys. This is number five on the list. It's E-P-I-S-T-E-M-O-L-O-G-I-C-L. So, epistemological. And then the second word is S-O-L-I-P-S-I-S-M. Solpism. And then it puts in parentheses, simulated universe. What's up, Borg? Yeah, you don't have to say the other name, Poop Shoot. Oh, you're good, Poop Shoot. Don't worry about it. <clears throat> so it says, this for the simulated universe, also known as the brain-in-a-jar thought experiment, simulated universe is solipsism taken to the nth degree. Basic solipsism, uh, that's how I'm going to pronounce it. Solipsism asserts that nothing exists but one's own consciousness. But, existently speaking, there's no reason why solipsism can be taken further, where one cannot even be certain of one's own consciousness. Despite Decitro's Catigo Ergo Sum, because even our thoughts could be predetermined aspects of reality that cause us to imagine that there are, they are our own. <laughs> See, I know some of those words. So, <laughs> so, uh, I yeah. I'm just not going to say it. Yeah, just going to ignore that. It could very well be something controlling, controlling a something else, controlling a brain, controlling another brain, controlling our brain. <laughs> ad absundrum and ad anusium. And, there, and then there is the idea that everything could be a simulation, like the brand in a jar meets computation and virtual reality. And then it says even Elon Musk thinks he could be living in a simulation. What's oh, up, board? Yeah. Oh, we're both black shirts. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. Certainly can be a tricky thing, especially when we are questioning things with a wide 
epistemological brush using solipsistic paint as an existential canvas. Yeah, so simulation theory is... I don't know. A lot of people are buying into the simulation theory. Yeah. Just because, I mean, it, it's quite possible, but I don't believe it. I don't buy that we're a simulation just because... It just, it just reminds me of that uh, Ryan Reynolds movie coming out, though, when I sent you the link of. Yeah. That he realizes he's an NPC in a video game. Yeah. I think it's just too far-fetched for me. I mean, I get it that we can simulate worlds now. Yeah. Just even through video games, but... Damn, but are they aware? No, I don't think so. No, I don't think so either. So, like... <laughs> They're programmed. Right? Could you imagine, like, a Fallout NPC, like, if that was, like, a simulation in this fucking NPC-esque consciousness... And I'm just fucking smoking them every day. I just save before, and then I go massacre their town like <laughs> fucking five times. So they have to live on repeat me just massacring their whole town. Right. That would suck. <laughs> what just... the fuck? <laughs> every day it's the same reaction. <laughs> there was this one time when Fallout 4 very first came out, me and James just fucking killed this town like... 50 fucking times because we kept dying. We never actually got all the people. <laughs> and so we just kept doing it over and over and over. Damn. Some rude dudes. <laughs> uh, DJ says, I don't not believe it. Imagine if Bethesda programmed our reality. Damn. Fuck. It's fucking suck. <laughs> so not enough fire scorpions. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right. So number six on this list is called Perspectivanism. Says touched upon as far back as Plato's rendition of Portagoras, perspectivism. Oh, wait a minute. What you got here? According to the University of Chicago political science professional Eric Oliver and Thomas Wood, any given year, roughly half of Americans believe in at least one conspiracy theory. Their 2014 study found that 90% of Americans believed the U.S. government planned the 9 11 attacks and the start of war in the Middle East. 24% believed. Former President Barack Obama was not born in the United States, and 25% believe Wall Street bankers conspired to cause the financial crisis that began crisis that began in 2008. Those are. That's all. Let you. No, dude. Like, we like talking about conspiracies. It's good yeah. conversation. It's intriguing and interesting. I don't know how many conspiracy theories I necessarily believe in. I I, I don't. Yeah. It is a very interesting thing how many people are 100% on board with them, though. Well. I think they're good conversations to have. Yeah, they're fucking, some of them are wild, too, so they're cool. Yeah. They're cool. I don't know, like, a lot of them, I just want to know where they started, like. How they sprouted. Like, where the fuck did this idea come from, you know? And you're like, was it just one dude? Like, this is going to be fucking hilarious. And then, all right. of a sudden. People believe in Scientology. Just kidding. Right? No, it's true. See, I'll start this one over. So, touched upon in its perspectivism. Touched upon as far back as Plato's rendition of Portogoros. Perspectivism is a philosophical view coined and expounded upon by Friedrich Nietzsche, who argued that no purely objective science can exist because no idea or thought can exist outside the influence of an individual's perspective. You don't need to go to your corner. We appreciate you posting that. 
We like knowledge. No, board. No, you. you yeah, we're not mad everything. Or anything. I don't shit. <laughs> no, keep posting stuff, dude. It's fine. Um. So yeah, the anything, nothing can exist outside the influence of an individual. Oh, perception. Excuse me. There will always be the influence of a culture and context, which will always lead to bias perception. And since our perceptions are flawed and we cannot experience the world as it is, but always selectively in a way that reflects our values, truth will always be limited by our flawed perspectives. The beauty of perspectivism is that although no way of perceiving the world can be taken as definitely true, some ways of perceiving the world are more valid than others. The validity of the perception is determined by the inter partition of universal laws and truth and determined by integration integrating different vantage points together regarding the inter interpretation of those laws similar to consolience the unity of knowledge as such the laws are constantly reassessed according to the circumstances and accumulation of individual perspectives through time What's up, Weed Van Man? Yeah. Oh, Weed Van Man, it's been a fucking minute, my guy. How yeah, you did doing? you guys type uh, Bethesda reality? Because if it was too long, we didn't see it. But we uh, we definitely should start this Bethesda theory. Damn, we gonna come up with our own conspiracy <laughs> theory? <laughs> DJ says, "Hello, let me download the." CBBE body mods for my girlfriend. But that's the mod reality is the shit, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. What am I drinking? Paps. It's a little bit of that Paps blue ribbon. Just so when I get home later, I can beat my fucking wife. Sure. It's the hipster beer now, though. You're yeah. going to go home and troll your mustache and wear your jeans tie and tight. That just reminds me of that fucking, the one I was telling you about. The hipsters, according to people that think hipsters are still in 2010. Yeah. <laughs> what did my dad send me? He just said, oh, shit. Well, I don't know when this just popped up. My dad just sent me a thing. Russian executive who founded a TV channel that once bashed Putin was found dead in Spain. My dad said, yeah, I'm sure this was a suicide. Huh. <laughs> you bash Putin, they'll fucking smoke your ass. Yeah, they'll smoke you into an eternity. <laughs> So number seven on this list is called Fallibility. Big Doinks in Amishtown. <laughs> yeah, Big Doinks in Amishtown. <laughs> the theory of relativity. <laughs> so it says Fallibilism is Latin for labira to era. It is the understanding that we can never know anything for sure as implied within the sciences. <coughs> the basic claim is that all human knowledge could, in the end, due to our fallibility as a species and our inherent hypocrisy, be completed, completely and utterly mistaken. In the most commonly used sense of the term, fallibilism implies an openness to new evidence that may refute a previously held opinion or belief while recognizing that any claim, scientific or otherwise, validated today may need to be revised or even withdrawn in light of new evidence, new disputes, and new encounters in the future, and embraces human... Uh, to think that we have only two options regarding our approach knowledge, certainty and uncertainty, but neither one gets us anywhere and leads to cognitive compliance. Certainly without uncertainty, 
No, certainly, cert. Jesus Christ, Christ tongue twisting motherfucker. Stop out our internet, guys. Certainty without uncertainty leads to cognitive stagnation. Uncertainty without certainty leads to cognitive, whatever that word is. Between the two, there is a third option, cognitive. I don't know what that word is either. <laughs> which is <laughs> some cognitive intriguity which is found upon implementing the philosophical tool of fallibilism. It's just a matter of embracing and owning up to our fallibility as a species. Plus, it can prevent us from falling for number four on the list. Yeah. So, basically what that's saying is... I have no idea what's going on with that whole... No. So, I, I like this <laughs> A lot one. of big words. This one basically says that because we're understanding more of the universe as time goes on, that what we know now could be bullshit in the future. Okay. So in the big picture of things at all could just be bullshit. Gotcha. It's kind of interesting. Yeah, I like that. Poop, uh, Poop Shoot Punisher says, our existence is a shitty Farmville game too. Yeah, probably. <laughs> sure, man. Bethesda Gotta get my fucking Christmas items. <laughs> <laughs> A Farmville mod for Fallout 4. <laughs> Damn, there! I know there's some mods for, like, Fallout that make the game so much better. Like, yeah. I want to I try them out. So number eight on this list is in a different language, but it says it's Redeath. Okay. It says, Samsara is the wandering, chromatic suffering that takes place between the parenthetic, unchanging, absolute... Atman the self and Brahman the absolute. Brahman. <laughs> on either end of the phenomenal world has been developed into a foundational theory of the nature of existence and the transmigration of the soul shared by all Indian religions. Shirley Fifth explains in, in it dying death and bereavement as a cycle of aimless drifting, wandering, or mundane existence. Uh, Redeath is the birth and death process in a new existence. It follows the transmigration of the soul, Atman, through the reincarnations, through its reincarnations. Basically, redeath is both the death of the afterlife, life, which remerges into a rebirth into the next life as well as the death of the life lived with after the rebirth back into the afterlife in which the cycle continues birth life death afterlife redeath rebirth next life redeath afterlife redeath so on and so forth um the entire process known as the doctrine of samsara reincarnation which is attributed to the sage of udalaka aruni <laughs> And is also based on the doctrine of karma, according to which the soul achieves a happy or unhappy rebirth and redeath according to its works in the previous life afterlife. Yeah. So yeah, that's just Indian religion as a whole. Yeah. I don't know why they had to use so many goddamn dumb words. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we can definitely start our own conspiracy poop shoot. Oh, I'm way down. Yeah, we have an EA pay system. <laughs> right. Like DJ Big Tits and Ass Mods, bro. 
Those are the ones. Uh, let's see. <laughs> Number nine on the list is the Fermi Paradox. Where are all the aliens? Are they hiding behind dark energy? Are they simply too far away? And the expansion of the universe keeps the growing distance too far for any intelligent life to reach any other intelligent life? Are we simply too different? Are we like ants to the advanced aliens who will just crush us when we get too big for our own britches? Oh, shit. Or is our human-centric bias blinding us to such an extent that we can't see the answers because we don't even understand the questions? Fuck. Could the answer really be 42? Maybe. Maybe. (laughs) There is no way to know for sure. Perhaps we are simply too young of a species to even fathom the true nature of the universe and what it contains to even being begin to beg the question of where the aliens are. After all, we haven't even reached a type 1 civilization yet, which leads us to last brain-flipping theory on our list, the Kardashev scale. Uh, Nikolai S. Kardashev was a radio astronomer and among the pioneers of SETI. He is famous for categorizing future civilizations based on their ability to harness energy. Man, it's Here, like that fucking movie, the... Is it, what's it called? <coughs> fucking Jamie Curtis or something? The Signal? It's got Matthew McConaughey in it? I'm not sure. Uh, continue. <laughs> Damn, I don't know what it is. I'll look it up. Um, here are the main three. There's also types four and seven proposed. We'll leave those to the three. Type one civilization. The type. This type can harness all the sunlight that falls on its planet. It can harness energy from its plant's core. Or from its planet's core. Contact. And it can conceivably control the weather, volcanoes, and even earthquakes. We would need to boost our current energy production over 100,000 times to reach this status. Carl Sagan said that the Earth is more accurately described as a Type 0.7 civilization. So we're like way far off from what these are supposed to be. Type 2 civilization. This type can harness energy directly from its planet's stars by successfully constructing a Dyson sphere, which captures the sun's energy and... Ultimate st- suction. Yeah, the big suck. Which captures the sun's energy and stores it for planetary use. This this type can also util- utilize its solar system's gas giants for hydrogen and other gases, as well as mine nearby asteroids. So that sounds more like... When the movie Alien takes place. Yeah. Because they're going and mining nearby asteroids and shit like that. Kind of like... Someone's got a fucking nice car. And then the Type 3 civilization. This type has gone galactic. It can harness the energy of an entire galaxy, siphoning billions of star systems. This type could conceivably even harness dark energy and dark matter however it saw fit to use it with billions of Dyson spheres spread throughout the galaxy where it will probably also be billions more advanced robots traveling star systems at this point the mind boggles imagining what humans will be like will they even be humans as we know it we'll never know damn maybe we'll just have consciousness and fucking different shits like then it's to finish it off it says as Donald Rumsfeld of all people said, unwittingly stumbling into deep philosophy, there are known knowns. There are things we know we know. We also know there are no unknowns. <laughs> that is to say, we know there are some things we do not know. So pretty much we don't know shit. But there are also unknown unknowns. 
ones we don't know, we don't know. So pretty much we may or may not know. Yeah. <laughs> so there's lots of shit that we may know that are out there, but we also don't know yeah. what to even think about the things we don't know. <laughs> pretty much. And then take that one home with you and fuck yourself. Go That's he- what it's... <laughs> Kill Eagle says, I got a sports conspiracy. Why after 9-11 did the Patriots all of a sudden been winning for 18 years? They sucked ass in the, ni- the 90s. Well, Kraft started getting hand jobs, and then from there, Tom Brady started kissing his son. It's actually kind of a weird thing to think about. The Patriots. Yeah, America, baby. America, baby. After- Tom Brady, that's your, that's your answer. <laughs> after fucking 9-11... Tom Brady started drinking skim milk and kissing his son, joined the Patriots, and now, golden. It's weird. I still don't think Tom Brady's the reason why that team's good. I think it's just their system. Yeah, for sure. But, common factor, (laughs) old, young Tom Brady. And they cheat a lot. Yeah, it's true. But it's okay as long as you cheat to the top. Yeah. That's the golden fucking rule. Yep. And getting blowies from Giselle. The funny thing is she makes so much more money than him. I don't know if she still does, but it was so funny. Like, multiple Super Bowl winning Tom Brady still making less money than his wife. Yeah, but now they just live in their castle that has a moat around it. Do they actually? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, 100% live in a castle that has a moat. Damn. How much is this chick worth? A lot. Net worth. Giselle's net worth is 180 million. Wait, it says, but the Brazilian supermodel is actually around 360 million. Net worth is a whopping 540 million. Oh, Tom Brady's net worth is 180 million. Wait, so it's a celebrity. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) But the Brazilian supermodel is actually around 360 million, meaning that the combined combined net worth. Gotcha. Type in their house. Type in Tom Brady's castle. <clears throat> oh Jesus Christ why cause why the fuck not yeah cause fuck you you ain't getting in we got alligators in that bitch thing's sweet look at that how many yeah. cars they got how many people live in that fucking house was that a fucking fire truck <laughs> <laughs> yeah don't you got a fire truck at your house just in case there's a fire hmm. oh oh never mind. I was gonna tell you another Tom one. Brady did 9-11 Ooh. Man, that's it. Damn. It's looking lonely in there again. Let me make memes. Make all the fucking yeah, memes you them. want. I like posting them, too. Because people, people get a good giggle. That's how I feel. Oh, yeah? Yeah, pretty much. I, I thought I uh, screenshot some cool stuff. Besides Naked Martin. <laughs> <laughs> Um, no, that's a movie. This is pretty funny. I don't know if it's real or not, but... Creepypasta? Yeah, I'll look up a creepypasta while Forrest is talking. It just says, University of Miami masturbation notice. Masturbation in the showers is a violation of the University of Miami housing code. The shower drains are not designed to handle such excessive amounts of semen in the drains, costing hundreds of dollars in re-maintenance... Must be reflected in housing prices increases for the next year. It's your money. Please masturbate in your own dorms. Damn. Whether it's real or not, it's hilarious. Okay, go Eagles. Here's what we're going to do. 
I'm on the Creepypasta website. I'm going to read you off some titles of the ones I'll that are featured. I'll have to pee if I do poop shoot. He said chug your beer for people listening. But side continue. I mean, he might for some bits. I don't know. <laughs> he's a pretty, uh, he's pretty, pretty cool with them bits. I'm not fucking sell out. So, Googles, this is what I'm going to do. I'm going to read some titles of the ones that are featured on their homepage right now on Creepypasta. And then I want you to pick the one that you think that... The one that the title you like the most, and then I'm gonna read it as long as it's not 15 days long. There was um, so there's they wanted to make a. I saw this picture on Reddit today, and it, what what it was was um, some bees created a nest like they're fucking shit or not a, like wasps like a hornet's nest around this like it was like a wood head that they had set in the storage or in their shed out back. It's like kind of like a little st- wood statue. <clears throat> and the fucking wasps created a nest around it, so their nest was like the head. That's it, so cool. It looked like a person like this, but out of wasps' nest. And then someone just reposted it on the creepy pasta, and someone said, "Please, let's make a creepy pasta out of this." So, two beers back to back for bits. Ah, fuck! I'll fucking maybe. We'll see. You bring them bits in for us, well, maybe. And <laughs> we'll see. I don't know, man. Don't give me bits for two beers. I really don't want to chug two beers right now. I'll chug this one in a sec. But two, I'm not in the mood for that, my guy. But the problem is, if he does it, then are you going <laughs> to... I really don't want to. I'm fucking full on beer already. Stole <laughs> that's in me right now. I already kind of have to pee. That's why I didn't chug this. I'll drink one. You don't have to give me bits. I'll do it in a sec. Got to get the palate quenched if I'm going to read a creepypasta. All right, you can... Did you find one? <coughs> no, let me read some titles for you. Go well, yours. Tell some fucking... Man, I'm not in the mood to run tonight. That's how I feel. He's not fast as fuck. So it says, the space above the closet. They just won't move. I believe in the one. Monstoro. The Valentine House, Box Fort, Give It Everything, Trailer, Drippy, or I Hunt Down the Government's Mistakes. Those are some titles, Goggles. Which one would you like me to read? I will note that the best one rating-wise... What a joke. Box Fort Creepypasta. Yeah, uh... Man, my knees feel cold. Space Above the Closet has the best rating of those ones, but I'll read any one you want me to. And Poop Shoot uh, Punisher asks, what's your price? <laughs> Why don't I have a beard? Because, um... I don't know, God hates me. <laughs> I'm not drinking two right now. I may drink this one. Let's see. It's pretty full. It's almost completely full. Say, listen. That's a full beer. <sighs> Fuck. <sighs> Alright. He is a man. <laughs> there you go. I drank it. 
<laughs> so do you want me to do box for it, Creepypasta? Yeah, Wallace, you know. Yeah, Wallace gets it. Valentine House sounds kinky. All right, I'll read that one. God, that was freaking hot as shit when I got here. Now chugging all these, not chugging, but these beers made me chilly. JK, we're going to have to rethink this, Gogols. This one is like... <laughs> real long? Real long. I don't want to read a fucking Harry Potter novel tonight. I might be able to find some, too. Um, let me see what the space above the closet, how long that one is. Okay, let me um, talk so I can fill up space while we're... So there's not fucking quietness on this podcast. Oh, look. There's what I was just telling you about. Oh, that's fucking creepy as shit. Yeah, it's a fucking... For people listening. Okay, that one is long as hell. So, let me do... Here's what I'm gonna do. I'm just gonna click taste a random pasta. Top this year. I can do a top um, one from this year. One sec, let me find something here. Let me look, let me look, let me look. These are all just like fucking requests. This one isn't too long. Alright, if you want to read that one then. So this one is titled, My Son is Addicted to Time Control. <laughs> what? I'm waiting for, to get a... Oh god, oh shit, my tower. To get a name on this. So that way I can read it all the way through without... Yeah, did you see fucking, they're coming out with a new show... And it's not going to be King of the Hill, but it's in the King of the Hill universe. Hmm. So, I don't know what it is. So, we'll see. Hopefully it's good. That's got to be good. Beavis and Blood and King of the Hill were good, so... Right. And there's also an, another Jane Silent Bob coming out. They're filming it right now. Right. That would be good. Well, sadly, it does not give the author name on here. I'm not sure why. You need power-up. Power up. <laughs> the space between the closet, more like the beans above the frank. God damn it. Alright, I'm gonna read this creepypasta. Hopefully it's good. It's titled, My Son is Addicted to Time Control. He may not know it, but my son is in extreme mortal danger. With every passing minute, the odds dwindle that I will never see him alive again. I should have been a better parent. I had too much faith in him. We haven't always been close, and we used to fight a lot. I know he secretly resents me for divorcing his addict, his addict mother. On the rare occasion when she actually shows, shows up to her weekly visits to see him, he tells me to leave and listens intently to her mad ramblings, as if just to spite me. Despite how many times I have told him that I only do things for him because I love him and want what is best for him, he refuses to consider me as anything more than a roommate who pays for his expenses. He has a short temper and is very rebellious despite his age. This brings me to our latest problem, one that could prove fatal for him. You probably all know about time control by now, but for those of you who have not kept up to date on current events, I will describe the recent past through my point of view. As you may remember, it was just one year ago when the research company Hastel announced its revolutionary breakthrough of time manipulation. I remember laughing at, the ha at that headline, thinking, 
that it was some ridiculous hoax that some unfortunate news reporter happened to fall for. But as I saw the footage of the world's first time traveler in action, I realized that the world would never be the same again. At that point, time machines were too large for practical use. A machine larger than a house was needed to slow down time for a small lab mouse for less than five minutes. Still, the world watched in awe as the mouse moved at supersonic speeds through a series of mazes. Though many had initially believed that the creature had gained some sort of supernatural ability, the scientists in charge of the public experiment promptly explained that the mouse was not actually moving faster than normal, but that because of the machine towering above it, time had become slower within the maze. What had seemed like minutes to us was actually almost an hour to the mouse. <coughs> oh, poor little mouse. Scientific communities from across the globe celebrated the historical breakthrough, but Hastel was pre prepared for a more lucrative future. Despite the limitations of the early models, I suspected from the start that, I, that it would not be long before Hastel had developed a sleeker and more marketable version of the device for public use. Two months after the initial breakthrough, commercials bombarded the world about the new Time Pack. The machine had, the machine that had once filled several linking research rooms and weighed almost a ton can now fit into a large backpack that also anyone could carry. Instead of minutes, people could freeze the world around them for hours at a time. That'd be real cool. Despite a price Bill tag... would love it. Oh yeah, he would. <laughs> Despite a price tag so high that only the most wealthy people could afford one, the Time Pack was a huge commercial success. People get, people begin completing projects in hours that would typically take days to finish. Fewer people complained about sleep deprivation and time-constrained work schedules. Many people even abandoned their cars, opting to walk everywhere they went as time had become virtually irrelevant to them. I'd be so good at playing Wonderwall on the guitar. Oh, so good. <laughs> As sales increased, newer, lighter, and cheaper versions of the Time Pack were developed. It was not long before millions of units had been sold. With, with Time Packs, everyone seemed happier. They finally had all the time they could ever want. However, as it often accompanies great technology, vile man minds and evil hands had churned the technology to favor their dark agendas. Police officers were promptly equipped with Time Packs, as thieves and serial killers began committing their crimes Damn. at speeds that made them virtually invisible to the human eye. Drug lords could create and distribute their substances in the blink of an eye. Forensic scientists became overwhelmed as they were presented with more and more criminal evidence that dated back centuries. As things got worse, Hastral realized that dangerous powers of its device and began requiring licenses and background checks from its customers, but it was too late. More stories flooded in about high-ranking officials being assassinated by ordinary, disgruntled people. There are even rumors that, in less developed countries, people are forced to use time packs to contribute an entire lifetime's worth of work in a matter of days, leaving entire villages destute, villages destuted save for an incredible number of elderly people. So is it? did it say at all if you age while you fucking... No, it didn't. <clears throat> the greatest blow to Hastel's reputation did not become public until recently, however. You all have likely heard of Randy Hill. He was a nine-year-old boy who had received a time pack as a birthday gift. By nightfall, Randy had vanished. 
Over the following few days, the worried parents reported three break-ins, one by a teenager and two more by a doll man. By the third day, Randy's body was found lying on his bed in advanced stages of decomposing, decomposing, decom, decomposition. Christ. Forensic evidence suggested that not only was the body over 100 years old, but that young Randy had died from an old age, from old age. He had lived his entire life in just three days. Damn, his, oh shit! So it sped him up. His body would have been nothing but dust if the batteries in his time pack didn't run dry. <laughs> What a dummy. Yeah. So so you won that shit, but he wasn't rich enough to buy batteries? Guess not. But you all have likely already heard most of those stories. What you didn't know is that just last week, my son got a time pack for his own of his own. He got it from his mother during one of the few visits that, sh- that she is allowed. That drunk has lost all sense of responsibility for our child, and it showed when she used her inheritance to buy my son a brand new time pack with no thought to as his well-being. He is, or at least he was, 11 years old, so I didn't confiscate it from him, but I made him promise me that he would treat it with the kind of respect and restraint that he would show a firearm, and as long as he promised to only use it to do homework. Unfortunately, is this Adderall? but expectedly, over the past few days I have seen him less and less. He would often sharp, startle me by walking into one room, only to walk out of completely different one moments later. I knew he was having fun, but I feared that he might have been using this new toy too much. My fear was confirmed yesterday. I remember the morning clearly. Because as I reached the kitchen to prepare breakfast, I saw my son making pancakes. The first thing I noticed was how different he looked. Have you ever, re- have you ever reunited with someone that you haven't seen in such a long time that it takes you a while to recognize them? That is how I felt when I saw him. He still looked like a kid, but just a little older. I only, re- I also realized I had never taught him how to make pancakes. Oh, so he learned in this fucking pause of time. Right. I sat down and talked with him about what he had been up to the night before. Straining to remember, he recounted that, he, that when he had gone to bed, he forgot to turn off his time pack. When he woke up full rested, he realized that it was still night and that only a few seconds had gone by. He was not tired anymore and figured that he would spend the rest of the night reading his books. As he reached for the off switch on his time pack, he realized that if he just kept it on, he could read an entire library of books and do just about anything else he wanted in just one night. (coughs) He then told me about how he spent days switching between reading, watching cartoons, eating, and sleeping. After a while, he got bored of the routine and the darkness of the night and finally turned the time pack off. The pancakes he had made that morning he actually learned from a cookbook and had perfected as they had been his snack of choice the night before. <coughs> Hello, Yarl. I realized that I realized then that it had gone too far. I didn't care about how much he enjoyed stopping time. He had to put an end to his bad habit or risk losing some of his more precious years. I sternly told him that he had to stop, and I demanded the time pack. However, he he refused. And after a short but heated argument, he turned it on and disappeared. Oh, shit. Damn. (laughs) It's like a jumper. That was yesterday. I have not seen or heard from him since that argument, and I fear he has not turned off his time pack in all that time. I now realize what a terrible mistake I have made. I never taught my son about discipline, self-control, self-dependence, or the importance of getting an education. I don't know where he is or how much time has passed for him, 
I do think that he will come to his senses eventually, but time is running out. Will he be fifty year will he be a fifty year old man before I see him again? I can't believe I am saying this, but I wish that he had just decided to run away months ago before he ever got his time pack. Damn. At least then he would have his whole life ahead of him. If there's anything you know that can help, please let me know. I read online about a rehab program for people who are addicted to time control, <laughs> but I think it's too late for that. <clears throat> Call me as soon as possible with any ideas. I can't think of anything else I can really do. What makes me most nervous is that it's an exceptionally beautiful day outside. I can imagine someone spending all of eternity out there. Jesus. That's the end. Oh, shit. <coughs> so you just don't see him? That's fucking crazy. Alright, goodbye, son. And all of a sudden, your son's an old fuck. Have you read that one, Poop Shoot? You said I didn't wait. You didn't wait? Alright, because that's when I asked, uh... To the oh, age. yeah. It's a good one. Yeah, that's a... Damn. You got a job, you Fuck yeah. That's what I like to hear, my guy. Congrats. Hey, congratulations. What are you doing? Uh, <coughs> <coughs> Jesus. I tried turning up the heat the other day in this fucking office and I don't know I think they set like a schedule on the heat or something so I was trying to get to fucking work and I was like run get pressing it doesn't turn up hmm so we have to deal with fucking whatever temperature is at this goddamn office and sometimes oh you've seen that one it's fucking real chilly but yeah congrats maintenance supervisor Dave and Busters oh dope that's dope Yarl. that's a good job man congratulations Proud of you. Proud to hear that. That's cool. Yeah, so... And that you got on as a supervisor? That's gets, what I like to fucking hear. Yeah, it's awesome. But yeah, it gets real cold around here. My little nips are hard. Cutting diamonds? Just fucking... Being goodbye, little, shirt. Being a little diamond boy? Damn, that'd be crazy if you had to, like, as a human, you had to be conscious of how pointy or how cold your nipples got because they would rip through your shirt. <laughs> Damn, that'd be It so actually cool. gets that fucking hard. You're like, shit! Not again. Good thing I got small nips. That'd be good. That was the creepiest boner I've ever gotten. Yarl, <laughs> <laughs> you had testicular torsion surgery Saturday? What the fuck is that? That's Yeah, that's fucking... Do you know what it is? Oh, yeah, I've heard about it. How did you... What did you do to cause it? Because I've heard different stories of... Do you know what I think we need to do to get this channel real big? What? Start doing those painting, you know? The For chicks do the. Bodies. Yeah, we just gotta cover our nips. Some chick, I was just. Uh, it was popped up on one of the, you know, um, live stream fails mm -hmm. or whatever. Some dude was talking about how he was gonna paint his balls like Pokemon because he gotta catch them all. <laughs> and it was. He was literally just watching some girl stream and he was just like. Because she was just naked, like, yeah. like she'd barely painted anything, so just, I was like, this is allowed, just tits out, and I was like, I'm going to start doing this, just painting my body. Dude, I'm going to paint, I'm going to get naked and paint myself as the hamburger. <laughs> <laughs> What's the other one, the purple Grimace? The grimace? I think Salty would appreciate that. Uh, that might be his worst nightmare. <laughs> you also have a staph infection? Jesus. Yeah, I bet you're 200% miserable. Fuck yeah. that. Damn, is that what happens when your nuts get twisted? Yeah. Oh, God. I remember... So you um, did it. You all had it happen in his sleep. That sucks. Our coach was talking about that. Um, uh, not our coach, but 
Coach Allen, you know, the school. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because she was the track coach, and she was talking about um, how she had a, because she did health and stuff too, but mm-hmm. she had a, she was talking about the one time she was telling us about that, and one of the kids in the track was in the bathroom, like, crying and stuff, and she had to basically explain to him to untwist his nuts. Yeah, I've heard it's. And he was able to do it himself, luckily. Yeah, I've heard it's ridiculously painful. Damn, I'm just going to sew them bad boys together in the middle. Right? <laughs> not twisting these nutties together. Oh, Jarl, I got you. This is not just nah, just 150% miserable. The painkillers got rid of the other 50%. Damn. That's yeah, I've heard though. that testicular tor- uh, torsion shit is fucking shit. Ever since, yeah, I think about that shit because she told us, you know, like, your nuts can twist together. I was like, what the fuck did you tell me that for? Now I'm just going to have nightmares and shit about my, <laughs> right? my little testes getting bow-tied. That's why I'm really, uh, I get really aggravated when someone starts giving a little testicle. Get out of there! <laughs> you big gentle! Yeah. You end up in the hospital. <laughs> Oh, Lord. Lord have mercy. Oh, God, that just reminds me. I had the weirdest fucking dream last night. I have those, but I always forget. Like, 50 people. Oh, shit, really? Yeah, it was so weird. I would, like, we had bought this, like, me and you bought this house. Yeah. That was a combination of like three different houses that I've been in in my life. Oh god. And it was just ginormous. But we were working on this new thing and I was a fight promoter and we would host the fights at the house but we also had like set up the house to have other like hustles going on. Okay. So we had like a VR room people would rent out and go like do VR games and we had like a dodgeball court. And like a bunch of shit where people would rent it out and pay us. Damn, you, you're on to something. <laughs> I think I am. <laughs> My dreams are getting it. But then I was like a fight promoter. And like all these people who I was like setting fights up for are all people we went to high school with or that I worked with. Shit. And I just woke up and I like went through my Facebook and found all these people that I forgot about. That's crazy. Yeah, like I tried messaging. I was fucking like way too early. Him? Because he was in the dream. Oh, shit, really? Don't think about people like that ever. Yeah. I, had a, I was telling Chandler, he thinks it's weird, like, because there's this girl that we used to hang out with, and I had a dream like that about, and she was in it, and, like, I messaged her, like, 8 a.m., because I woke up, and I was like, why am I thinking about her? No. And I messaged her, and I was like, hey, how are you? Just fucking had a dream about you. Like, she's married, but, like, it's not like I was hitting on her. She's married. Yeah. She's in the military, and I was just like... I haven't thought about her in so long. It's weird when your brain does that So I messaged her and she was good. (laughs) Yarl says, the nurse that did my ultrasound was real gentle. It was basically a 20-minute ball massage and she was fine, so I'm sitting there in pain, getting my balls rubbed, thinking about dead puppies so I don't pop a woody. (laughs) (laughs) I'm like, well, you're down there, baby. Yeah. You know what isn't, you know what isn't getting mixed up down there? My ween. (laughs) Yeah. Gleagle says if you message old people, you're going to have a bad time. It's <laughs> happening to you. Do you message random people and it's not a good idea? Every time I'm drunk, I... So, my thing is, like... um, So, like, all, like when I'm really fucking drunk, it's not like I'm hitting on people. Like, 
I feel like girls probably think like I'm messaging them, trying to hit on them. But usually, what it is is me a Snapchat that I've just randomly picked out a whole, just scrolling there. Ding, 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 yeah. Ding. And I message dudes and like I've messaged like I've gotten drunk, so drunk before, and like I've messaged like dudes that I haven't thought of in a while, not in the weird way, but like, hey man, <laughs> yeah, fuck you. <laughs> but like I'm like, dude, I haven't talked to you in a while and. Come hang out with us sometime. Or, like, how yeah. are you, man? You know? And then I'll do the same with chicks, too. I'm not like, hey, bitch, how are you? Let's hang out. Like, I'll be honest. There's nothing that I appreciate more than someone I haven't talked to who just simply texts me and asks how I am. Yeah, I like those. Usually I, when I'm, usually when I get the messages, they're like, hey, do you know where I can get some of? Yeah. Name any narcotic. Right, right. I'm like, fuck you, man. We just had to, I like, got another one. Someone called me on Facebook Messenger trying to sell me drugs. Really? That's, that's so like weird. the fourth person. That's the weirdest sales tactic to call random people. Yeah, you I don't to... know any of them either, like personally. That's so weird. I mean, I guess if you're hustling, that's good hustle. That's a weird way to go about it. So that's risky, though. It's so risky because the fucking narcotics off. Oh, maybe they are. They that's could, a good point. They could be cops. Yeah, they could be. Because I know, like, the cops have fake accounts and shit. I know for sure the narcotics officers have fake accounts. And so maybe that's what they're trying to do. That That's maybe. a cop fucking move. Yeah, because I, I think that's weird, like, that people... All of them sound like... Like drug dealers, though. Uh, <laughs> like, I don't know, the one... That's a... That's a cop fucking move. The one we're messaging we're... random people, trying to give them a bust. They aren't messaging. I mean, yeah, calling, calling. out... That, yeah, that's a cop move for sure. Or a really weird sales tactic for drugs, because who the fuck just calls random people like that? Maybe it works. I just, I just give them the risky, same man. answer, too. I'm like, nah, I'm straight, guy. <laughs> and they're like, oh, okay. Yeah, fuck. If you own a trace phone or track phone, I assume you're a drug dealer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, I guess one way to get clientele is just call people on Facebook. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> if you call 15 people and one person buys, I mean, I don't know. That's a good deal, but fucking, I don't know, man. That's risky. You're going to call one person and they're going to be associated with the police and you're going to get fucked. Yeah, fuck that. How do they choose to? They're like, eh, all right. This guy looks like he might want some weed right now. <laughs> That's a weird. That's a weird one. That's something I would ever do. It doesn't bother me. I don't really care. The only one that bothered me was the dude trying to buy heroin for me. Oh god. Or he, oh, he was asking if I had tar. Oh yeah. And I was like, nah. Hey, salty. <laughs> Definitely not, dude. Girl <laughs> says I've had people add me on Facebook and immediately, yo, you know, buy some dank ass bud. You know what I get? I get ads, and then they're like, hey. And then they talk to me like, check out my um, fucking cam channel. I'm like, oh, yeah. I get it. It was so funny because I was telling Maverick about it. I was like, I get like five messages a day on Instagram from people I'm not following. And then I was like, they're all cam girls. He's like, is it just a heart? And I was like, always. Always. That's so funny. Is that their go-to? I laugh at him or say, you. Well, I don't notice because I usually don't notice till like, way later. They're all gone now because they obviously get in trouble or have their accounts deleted. But, like, I'll just have all of a sudden all these messages on Instagram. It's, like, um, pending messages. I'm, like, pending? What the fuck? Huh. 
Like, apparently I must oh, have yeah, my yeah. account set to privacy where they can't message me. I don't yeah, know, yeah. I did. That's one where I posted the picture on my story. Someone followed me, but I was like, I posted on my story, and it was the one on my like, chin. I was like, send a picture of my dick, please respond. <laughs> I posted that on the story, and then the dude messaged me, who'd you send it to? Because I didn't get it. If oh fucking God. chicks hit on me like dudes did, I'd be rolling in the fucking puss. That's true. Yarl says when I was when I did Uber, a guy got in my car and was like, "Yo, you smoked that loud?" And that's how I met one of my weed dudes. Hell yeah. Go Eagle says I deleted my Facebook. When I get messages from cam girls where I pie back, fuck you. One, I just I say like you. One girl I was responding to forever. I was like, I'm not gonna say like too much, but like I was just like, was your father, your stepfather? abusive when you were younger and all this stuff and this girl forever she was like fuck you man i was like like she was getting so upset i was like oh apparently a while ago i swindled well i don't want to say swindled but someone was trying to sell me nudes and i got her to send me nudes without buying them give me a sample pack bitch. that's pretty much how i went about it why the fuck would i want to buy them i don't even know what you look like whore well, because I used to have kick. I, I don't even remember why I had kick. Yeah, but I, I, have, I think everyone just kind of had it. Yeah, but I still had it on my phone. I mean, this was like, I don't know, a year or two ago. And I got this, like, notification, like, so-and-so has messaged you on kick. And I'm like, oh, I haven't even thought about that app in, like, three years. I don't think I have the app. I probably still have an account, though, for sure. So I pulled it up, and it the profile picture was just some girl with her butt out or whatever. Yeah. And she's like, hey, you want to buy nudes? And I'm like... Why would I buy nudes without knowing what I'm buying? Yeah. And then she sent me the picture or a profile picture, and I'm like, yeah, I can see that that's your profile picture, but why would I spend money when I could just see that? Mm-hmm. And she was, like, going back and forth. I'm like, listen, I'm not going to buy nudes unless I know the nudes are good. <laughs> yeah. And then she sent me, like, four, and I'm like, oh, thanks for, <laughs> I said, good doing business with you. And she blocked me. God damn it. I was like, well. Man, I should sign into my kicks if I have a bunch of random nudes. I would n- I, I don't understand the buying nudes thing. Me neither. I guess if you have a lot of money and you want to flex, I don't know. That's so... Fuck that. I got a fucking P-Hub for free. Yeah. You get P-Hub? I mean, fuck, if you're that desperate, you find local escorts who are hot as fuck that you can... The fucking Reddit posts that shit. 4chan posts that yeah. shit. Why would I go there? Like, or not go there. Why would I do that? I don't fucking want to... 4chan's not as risky as it used to be, but still, yeah. there's some fucked up threads on there. I like to go on there sometimes. There's a conspiracy and paranormal section. Yeah, it's really good. I like to read the or look at the paranormal stuff. The rest of 4chan is a. Uh, no yeah, you gotta be careful what you click on there, but yeah, there's some good paranormal stories I like to read. Yeah. So. No, I just I don't get it. I, I it's the same thing. I don't get how that one girl is making that crazy money. Oh, shit, yeah. I think it's because she is, like, the first one, not the first one, but the first mainstream girl to do the anime but nudes. Yeah, I think, uh, she must have posted, uh, actual nudes, because I saw on... Oh, yeah, she has tons of nudes. I was gonna say, I didn't click on it, I just saw the, it popped up on the front page of P-Hub. Yeah. And it was just, like, a apparently her picture on that one. I don't really care because I don't... I don't dig it because she looks too young. Yeah, <laughs> fucking braces. Yeah. I don't know. I just... I don't care to watch a video of pictures. So. No, no. I was like, yeah, cool. If I'm on the P-Hub, I'm making <laughs> business. Yeah. Not pleasure. I want to see fucking Piper get dicked down by eight black men. <laughs> fucking right, man. <laughs> Piper's, the, Piper's a champ. Good for some of these girls. 
She there was, was always that uh that show. Is it on Netflix? I don't know. I don't know if it was on Netflix, but the one it was like the porn stars, like yeah. the show about them, like how they get a bunch of them in a house together, oh, basically yeah, yeah, like yeah. have a like manager kind of over all of them that yeah. sets up the stuff. And then they were talking like the average girl in the last six months, and because most of them, you know, the one girl's like some you start out casual just porn and then they start doing some like hardcore shit and you're like I was like these fucking girls are troopers man so I want to look up Piper's net worth I'm very curious. we can look up like the highest paid stars uh, see what they get paid She's I think 23 years old oh Jesus okay what would you guess I think I know all, most of it. The... What would you... Oh, my God. Is it ridiculous? <laughs> no, 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 no. So, this is on... <coughs> um, Idle Net Worth. Yeah. <laughs> it says, before fame, she entered in the industry in November 2014 after getting out of a bad relationship. God damn it. So, she got out of a bad relationship. He's like, you know what? I guess I'm going to go do porn. <laughs> You know, that's what you go for. Um, what would you guess her net worth is? She's pretty popular. I mean, she's... 400000 Nope. Hmm? Up. Higher? Yep. $1 million? A little more. $1.3? Five. $1.5 Would you do what she did for $1.5 million? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> There's not a market for skinny-looking tweaks, though. Oh, there is, for sure. Yeah, but I don't, I don't want to be part of this market. <laughs> to be big bears like myself. Yeah. Here's the the list of the highest paid. Number one, Jenna Jameson. Of course. Her net worth is $30 million. Where do you see the net worth? Right oh, God. Duh. Um, Tara, Tara Patrick, Patrick. $15 million. The Peter. boy! My God, Peter. Peter. Peter Buckets of Come North. Peter North, $11 million. Tracy Lords, I don't even know who this chick is. Ten million. I don't either. She looks scary. Jesse Jane, nine million. Oh, she was in Pirates. Everyone knows who that is. (laughs) She was in the fucking. That looks like a doll of her though. That's creepy looking. Does. Maria or Maria, Takagi, Takagi. No. Eight million. Um. Got that. Ron Jeremy, of course, is probably higher to be honest at this point because he's done movies. Yeah. So. He but directed 285 adult films. His is 7.5. Brie Olsen, 7 yeah. million. Katie Morgan, 6 million. She made a lot of her money, though, from being in, like, offshoots of porn. Oh, really? Yeah. Busta she did a Rhymes. Bunch of those... Just kidding. Damn. Lexington Steel, 6 million. She did a bunch of those shows on HBO. Did you ever watch those ones? No, oh, okay. Jenna Hayes, 6 million. Evan Seinfeld, a tattooed bald guy, five mil. Gianna Michaels, four mil. I don't really know who. Sasha Gray, she was in a horror movie I watched not too long ago. Yeah. Three million. Um, that was a weird one. I gotta look her up just to see what that movie was called, so you can watch it. Cause it's like, sometimes you know you watch them for fun. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The the fucked up or dumb movies. I was hanging out with a girl that had me watch it, and she's like, "You know how that is, right?" And I was like. Who? It's like Sasha Gray, the porn star. And I was like, huh. Um, she was in Entourage. <laughs> Into the. No. 
Okay. Oh, I don't know if I'm gonna be able to find it. Let's fucking. <coughs> see what the fuck it was called. Horror. Would you rather? That's what it was. I've heard of that? Yeah, it was, it's a wild. It's fucked up. Is any good? It's <laughs> you're like oh, this is a wild movie. No, it's it's like kind of just one of those gory ones. <laughs> Must Ron Jeremy must smell like onions and corn. <laughs> You're probably right. Kendra Sutherland was the library girl. Stale cigarettes and old cum. Rocco Stiff Ready. <laughs> That's a good name. That is a good name. Can't remember how they spelled the last name. Oh, is that an actual person? <laughs> That's funny. You want to talk about your vampires now? Yeah. I mean, to go from porn to vampires is a tough one. I mean, it's porn hand in hand. True. They're both sucking something. True, true. <coughs> so we're taking a big uh, 180 here, guys. Um, one of our segments we've been doing is called Creature Feature, where research mythological cryptic creatures to try and see where they came about, why they're a thing. Why people talk about them. And tonight is the vampire. Or vampires. This is, this is from the... Uh, oh, wait. That was bad. I was going to do Dracula and... Uh, came out. I don't know why. I want to suck your blood. There, there you we go. One. Oh, oh. <laughs> Do. What about Count Chocula? Yeah, that's what I was going with. No, wait. It, wait, no. It was, that was the... Well, that's the dude from Sesame Street. Yeah. yeah. I want to know what Count Chocula sounds like. Hey, boys. <laughs> my name's... Buy my cereal. My name's Count Chocula. I'm in superior to Booberry, but I'm still <laughs> cool. No quite Booberry. Fuck that pink Frankenberry guy. <laughs> He's a bitch. So, yeah, vampires. And th- Like I said, this is from History.com. So, you know, an actual history channel. Or the history channel. So, you would hope that they're... Facts and sources are pretty unpleasant. They got ancient aliens. <laughs> True. <laughs> True. So it says vampires are evil mythological beings who roam the world at night. Oh, they gotta be evil. Searching for people whose blood they feed upon. They all they may be the best known classic monsters of all. Most people associate vampires with Count Dracula, the legendary blood sucking subject of Bram Stoker's epic novel. Dracula, which was published in eighteen ninety seven. But the history of vampires began long before Stoker was born. What is a vampire, you may be asking? A blood-sucking bitch. There's almost as many different characteristics of vampires as there are vampire legends. But the main char- characteristic of vampires, or vampires, is that they drink human blood. They typically drain their victims' blood using their sharp fangs, killing them and turning them, in- turning them into vampires. In general, vampires hunt at night since sunlight weakens their powers. Some may have the ability <laughs> to morph idiots. into a bat or a wolf. Vampires have super strength and have often hypnotic, sensual effects on their victims. They can't see their image in a mirror and cast no shadows. Damn, that'd be real... S- Poor them, they don't even know what they look like. Right? Vampires in Greek mythology... The first vampire may be traced to Greek mythology. In the story of a young Italian man named Amburigo and the love of his life, Selena, 
The story includes many features of mainstream vampire tales such as passion, blood sucking, and extreme sun sensitivity. According to the myth, Ambergio fell in love with Selena after visiting the legendary oracle in the temple of Apollo, the sun god. He asked her to marry him, but little did he know the jealous Apollo wanted her for his own. Apollo cursed Ambergio by causing his skin to burn whenever he exposed the sunlight. In desperation, Ambergio turned to Hades, the god of the underworld, and then Artemis, 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 the goddess of the hunt, for help after stealing Artemis's silver bow to fulfill a deal made with Hades. Artemis cursed Ambergio so silver would burn his skin. She later took pity on him, though, and gave him super strength, immortality, and fangs to kill beasts to use their blood to write love poems to Selena. Eventually, the mortal Selena escaped Apollo's grasp and reunited with a mortal Ambergio. Artemidas told Ambergio he could make Selena immortal by drinking her blood, which would kill her body but make her spirit live on. Their combined blood could then turn anyone who drank it into a vampire. Huh. So, I didn't know that vampires start in Greek mythology. Me neither. Uh, Vlad the <coughs> Impaler. That was, yeah, that's fucking... Which is a dope-ass movie. That's, uh, yeah, that's Dracula, though. Yeah. It's thought Bram Stoker named Count Dracula after Vlad Dracula, also known as Vlad the Impaler. Vlad Dracula was born in Transylvania, Romania. He ruled Walchia, Romania, off and on from 1456 to 1462. Some historians describe him as a just yet brutal, brutally cruel ruler who valiantly fought off the Ottoman Empire. He earned his nickname because his favorite way to kill his enemy was to impale them on a wooden stake. It's like the fucking... Was it the Greyborns? <laughs> Those fucking... Out? No, that's yeah. not that. Whatever that bitch... I don't know. That made old Reek was... What are those guys called? Yeah, the Greyborns. Is it Greyborns? I thought Greyborns were the Sea Boys. I think Theon's a Greyborn. Yeah, so Reek's the Greyborn. Yeah. What are those other assholes? The one that tortured him. Oh, uh... There are things the upside down skin dude. Yeah. Man, they're just like they're just yeah, like just Vlad. Like those guys. Um, according to legend, Vlad Dracula enjoyed dining amidst his dying victims and dipping his bread into their blood. <laughs> God, that is the most fucking metal thing that I've ever heard. Yes. Yeah, Whether those gory tales are true is unknown. Many people believe these stories sparked Stoker's imagination to create Count Dracula who was also from Transylvania, sucked his victim's blood and could be killed by impaling a stake through his heart. But according to Dracula expert Elizabeth Miller, Stoker didn't base Count Dracula's life on Vlad Dracula. Nonetheless, the similarities between the two Draculas are intriguing. Yeah, Greyjoy. What's that meant? The Greyjoys. Yeah, that's what Theon was. Whatever that fucking other asshole's names are. I don't remember. Bolton. Bolton's, yeah. yeah. Ramsey. Ramsey. Are vampires real? is the question we're asking. Vampire superstition thrived in the Middle Ages, especially as the plague decimated entire towns. The disease often left behind bleeding mouth lesions on its victims. Sick. Which, to the uneducated, was a sure sign of vampirism. It wasn't uncommon for anyone with an unfamiliar physical or emotional illness to be labeled a vampire. Many researchers have pointed to... Porphyria, 
a blood disorder that can cause severe blisters on skin that's exposed to sunlight as a disease that may have been linked to the vampire legend. Some symptoms of porphyria can be temporarily relieved by ingesting blood. <sighs> Other diseases blamed for promoting the vampire myth include rabies or goiter. Goiter. Mm. When, a sus when a suspected vampire died, their bodies were often... Di dis <sighs> Jesus, you hear that stutter right there? <laughs> or... Uh, Today, Junior. <laughs> We're often disinterred to search for signs of vampir vampirism. In some cases, a stake was thrust through the corpse's head to make sure they stayed dead. Other accounts described the, de the decapitation and burning of the corpses of suspected vampires <coughs> well into the 19th century. It just seems like a smart thing to do, especially at the playground. Just burn them fucking bodies. Right? Agreed. Uh, let's see. Mercy Brown may rival Count Dracula as the most notorious vampire. Unlike Count Dracula, however, Mercy was a real person. She lived in Exeter, Rhode Island, and was the daughter of George Brown, a farmer. Old farming boy. After George lost many family members, including Mercy, in the late 1800s to tuberculosis, his community used Mercy as a scapegoat to explain their deaths. It was common at the time to blame several deaths in one family on the undead. The bodies of each dead family member were often exhumed and searched for signs of vampirism. When Mercy's body was exhumed and didn't display severe decay, not surprising since her body was placed in an above-ground vault during a New England winter, the townspeople accused her of being a vampire and making her family sick from her icy grave. They cut out her heart, burned it, then fed the ashes to her sick brother. Oh, God. Perhaps not surprisingly, he died shortly thereafter. Yeah, what the fuck? <laughs> and then the last uh, part of this is real vampires. Although modern... So all these other ones are fake. <laughs> I don't know. Fake-ass vampires. Although modern science has silenced the vampire fears of the past, people who call themselves vampires do exist. They're normal-seeming people who drink small amounts of blood and are perhaps misguided effort to stay healthy. Oh, communists fuck. of... Goddamn God, commies. I went to communists. It's definitely not that. Communities of self-identified vampires can be found on the internet and in cities and towns around the world. To avoid rekindling vampire superstitions, most modern vampires keep to themselves and typically conduct their feeding rituals, which include drinking the blood of willing donors in private. What the fuck? Some vampires don't ingest human blood, but claim to feed off the energy of others. Many state that if they don't feed regularly, they become agitated or depressed. These guys are weirdos, man. And then it says, vampires became mainstream after Dracula was published. Since then, Count Dracula's legendary persona has been the topic of many films, books, and television shows. Given the fascination people have with all things horror, vampires really... Vampires, real or imagined, are likely to continue to inhabit the Earth for years to come. I think the guy from Prison Break is vampire in Blade. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you're right. Pretty sure it was him. No, was, there was a documentary thing on real live vampires, and it's exactly what you think. <laughs> it just reminds me of South Park, the vamps. That is exactly what they are. Really? Type in real life vampires and see what you pull up. You're gonna just laugh your ass <laughs> just off. Just a picture of you with the oh, fucking fuck. makeup on, and then you you're exposed. Yeah, that would suck. <laughs> it's just edgy Wes. 
This is the fucking vampire. Apparently they can just... I could be a vampire. We grow the same facial hair. Yeah. It's pretty bad, dude. I mean, that's... That's just the edgy I'm into. Yeah. What? I mean, we gotta look at the ones that are like... <laughs> the guys who were exactly what I ex- expected. <laughs> Wait, go back to that one. The one you are just on. Ah, oh, never mind. I thought the suggested had some good ones. No, there's... Oh, it's Edward. Type Edward. in vampire, real vampires from the TV show. <laughs> Not sure. Well, that works, whatever. Yeah, it's fucking Edward and Jacob. Damn. That's I don't remember true what blood. it was called. It was ridiculous. Those are... That shitty movie. The movie's not shitty. <laughs> so boring. Interview with the vampire. So good. This is shitty. That's a guy smoking vampire diaries. Man, that guy was an asshole in the OC. He brought a gun to a party. Yeah, he did. <laughs> <laughs> Chandler was watching this, the third spinoff of Vampire Diaries. It's called, like, I don't know. It's the kids or something. I don't know. I never watched Vampire Diaries. I watched a little bit of the originals. Me neither. I don't know anything about it. The ri- didn't seem any, like anything I'd be into. The originals had some cool stuff, and then the rest was just exactly like fucking girl drama shit. There was just this dude in it, and he was like a... Like, so what it is, is like the mom was a witch, and she made them all vampires. That She created vampires. But the first one, the one... It was, she cheated, and then, so, his name's Klaus, and she cheated, and then he was part werewolf, so he's the first hybrid ever. Mm. Man, I'm getting real gay around here, but he's the only cool one, Klaus, because he just fucks people up. I'll show you the, the best clip from it, because he murders, like, 50s vampires. That's pretty rude. And then, other than that, the, the rest of the show is just exactly what you expect, like, much Chick flick vampire drama. Pretty much if it's not Underworld, I don't really get into <laughs> Dude, it. Dude, Underworld's so good. Yeah. That guy that was the fucking hybrid, he was real cool in yeah, it. He's Dude, Underworld, cool. man, that's a good movie. Underworld. I don't think I've seen all of them. Underworld's a shit. We were talking about Mummy, you know, so I, I've seen it before, but I went to watch the third Mummy, and I forgot they changed the main chick in it. Oh, yeah. And it just kind of... They did a really funny joke, though. It's the very beginning. It's the first time you see her, and she's like, you could say I'm a completely different person. (laughs) And I was like, this is a fucking good one, because it is. Everyone else is the same besides that bitch, but so I I didn't watch all that one. Yes, the first two movies are that type of humor. Yeah. Documentary vampires should pop up. Maybe. If you want to try and type it in. We'll see. Dockum. Dookum. That's that's a Dookum. It's good work. Let's see. Vamps. New Zealand? Why are they in New Zealand? Hey buddy. That's that movie that we were gonna watch that Manuel showed us the trailer for. Oh he did? Far right one. That's a twilight. One more over. What the hell? Why are they all so short? I don't know. Why is it a bunch of, like, Puerto Rican dudes? I don't know. There might be more pictures of... 
What the fuck is this? Now we're talking. <laughs> oh, they got removed off YouTube. Because they're fucking weird. Yeah. Alright, well. That's them. That's them. That's about all I need to see of them. Fuck. Would you like to call it since you're sleepy boy and I'm ready to yeah. go home? Yeah. What the? Well, everybody, thanks for hanging out. Right, hanging out. It's down there, so it's not going to pop up. Oh, okay. I, I thought it was, I put it on that screen, so that's what it was. Poop Shoot Punisher, appreciate you dropping by. Yeah. Goggles, DJ, everybody. Instead of uh, doing our outro, you guys have heard it before. Follow us. We're on everything. Yeah. iTunes shit. But we got a couple, two t-shirts on Amazon. Just do Top Shelfers t-shirt. Google it. You guys want, uh, actually we have a link on this page too. Yeah. Just scroll down. down if you want to get some Top Shelfers t-shirts. The first ones, while they're still there, these ones aren't going to be around forever. We'll have new ones up. I don't know when, but these ones will be gone. So if you want this first one. You want to be on that exclusive shit. <laughs> it's there. But yeah, everyone, still here. Have a good night. We'll talk to you all later. We'll be back Wednesday. Boy.